hi. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go. I go. The one know? is always so. Yes. Three, two. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Inside the Drinker Studio. We have a special, special edition tonight and a special guest all the way from Austin. Ooh. We got Tipsy Texan. Yay. We got Joe Eifler. Hello. And David Allen. Howdy. Hi. I said so howdy. Excited. She said howdy. We're shaking. <laughs> They're so excited. So together, you're the Tipsy Texan. Yes. That's right. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's get We're excited started. to be here in El Paso. El Paso it's our first Texas. trip out here to El Paso. Yeah, first time in El Paso. In like 20 years for you? For me, it's been 20 years. Yeah, 20 years almost to the day. It was summer of 1996. Oh, wow. A lot has changed. Yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, we weren't drinking very good cocktails that, nope. on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> there was still probably a lot about light, though. Uh, you no, know, it's funny. Bywiser. I remember we got pulled over. We were driving to White Sands. And we got pulled over because my friend was speeding, and we were underage, of course, and had some <laughs> some Bud Light, I think, in the in the bed of the truck. Oh! But we, he didn't search because it was full of camping gear. Yeah. But he did, however, search the cabin. I think because he was looking for drugs, drugs or whatever, which we didn't have, thankfully, any of those items. But he's digging through our McDonald's breakfast uh, <laughs> trash bags, which um, tellingly had a couple of crushed up Bud Light cans in oh it. Oh, my God. And I thought, oh, man, we're toast. He just found out that we were drinking beer with breakfast. And uh, some things never change. And uh, my friend played it so cool. He's like, oh, man, that wasn't even from today. Oh, And the cop just was like, oh, okay, well wasn't from today perfect no big deal okay perfect. So, yeah. friendly tip from the tipsy texas our stash yeah if, if, <laughs> tell yeah, the yeah, cop well. that it's yesterday's breakfast it's purely <laughs> hypothetical but, yeah. purely don't hypothetical. recommend it but if you're in that situation yes. here's a little tip here's a little tip from when you come to el paso yeah. i'm not awesome. in the legal profession however. <laughs> nice disclaimer well i'm very very happy to say you know that you guys are here in el paso visiting us i'm i've been trying to be the best hosts been taking amazing. you places taking you to Juarez it's been so cool seeing your hometown yeah. thank you oh, you guys yeah, actually so. went to Juarez though oh yeah last yeah night. we did last night very nice we did it proper you know, I can't even tell you how many warnings we got the CMO of my company today sent me a note saying he was glad I made it back in one piece seriously <laughs> how did he know it was down there oh my god <laughs> Well, we did so tag we're you in a bunch of. Spread the word yeah. that El Juarez is. Um, it's okay. You know. Okay. It's sort of safe to be there. <laughs> Just hang out with me. I know where That's to right. go. I, did, I, did, I, I felt in no danger. Places. Yeah. Yeah. What was that club we went to before we went to the beer place with the the band? Oh, the best! It was like. It was oh, like that a, was La like Mera a, Soga. Yeah, it's like an awesome. underground. It's an underground bar. basement country bar, Except, and there was like yeah. a band of seven guys crammed in a corner basically a, a stage about the size of a two by four yeah it's incredible and somehow me and Juan managed to dance Never seen yeah you did <laughs> yeah y'all danced more than once of, more than once i hit the girl quarter. in the head a couple of times so i was like <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry it. yeah well she deserved it <laughs> probably <laughs> she probably did <laughs> awesome so let's do let's do it Ralph. So what what should we have? What do we have here in front of us? Well, we're going to start with our drinks that we have here at Black Orchid. And this here is a piña asada. If you guys want to look up the menu. Piña this is a sada. creation of mine. It's part of the uh, libation Don't center there. Yeah, go for I'm it. Going in. Go I for it. I don't think go. I've had this one yet, actually. You haven't? No. <laughs> piña asada. Piña asada. Piña Obviously, there's some pineapple in there. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, it's one of the beer cocktails. Got yes. Mezcal, a mezcal cocktail. It's a mezcal yep. cocktail. Mm, it's crema de mezcal. Read it, Joe. Read it. It is uh, the Del Nogue crema de mezcal, pineapple juice, lime juice, simple syrup, uh, spicy pineapple jam. Oh, that's the, the preserves you're making. Yes. Uh, IPA, salt rim, tahine. And so it's a beer cocktail. Pineapple wedge. Yes. Ooh. Beer cocktail is very hot, hot right now. Hot topic. It is hot. Thanks to you guys, I was able to put that in the Texas Delicious. Monthly, the Desert Shandy, <laughs> which I made for you, and I forgot to put beer in it. <laughs> it was, it, but the good thing is, it's delicious both ways, so it can be two different cocktails. Okay, That's so right. you can order it like virgin. We got to taste the evolution <laughs> of it. Something, yeah. What would you call it? Taste the yeah. evolution yeah. of it. What do you guys think of this? That's delicious. I think it's like good. It? I like mezcal cocktails. Yes. I, like, I like beer tails. Um, it's yeah, really balanced. I'm, I'm into it. Awesome. And I like balance. Awesome. 
So we got a couple of questions. Can we talk about menu, menu phraseology real quick? Sure, go for it. Not to give you too much of a hard time. That's all right. I try. So, so this, I have to do, deal with this all the time. Okay. Simple syrup as an ingredient is important. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a menu um, description, I feel like it's like, I feel like it'd be like if you were had a food dish and you said, well, it's got salt in it. <laughs> you know ah, I, mean? I see. So I would just say, this is a delicious cocktail. But if you tell people about the simple syrup, then they're psychologically thinking like, ooh, it's going to be sweet. sweet. Kind of gets mm. you thrown off. I would let that be bar- okay. bartender secret. Yeah. Okay. That would be my, if I was, um, if we can consult. Awesome. Menu, Getting tips already. I like this. There you go. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I am got, really, really excited about this. How much unsolicited advice do you want? Uh, <laughs> all, whatever solicited. you have, I'll take it, man. I mean, yeah, you didn't this... realize that tipsy was actually tips and unsolicited <laughs> advice. Tips, tipsy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Tips, E. I mean, this is yes. good. I think this is kind of what our our listeners oh. want. Oh, is that not coming off? Oh, it's He's terrible. Not coming out. We're gonna have to get some uh, nail polish remover or something. Somebody just uh, Somebody tagged our stone. The, this, uh, the mark sign. of the beast. Yeah, that's, and they that's put six 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 on top of the gargoyle, which is not nice. A... I'm gonna have to call Carl and tell him that this happened. You need a new sign. Because that was a gift from Carl, from Stone. I'm into it. I think this drink's great. I think you've got a lot going on there. I think that, um, I think you should sell the jam in your gift shop. I do. Well, no, not not this one, no. I think that that's the type of thing that if someone was drinking it and they saw Mm -hmm. a little thing that says, ooh, make this at home. Yeah. Take home this jar. I'm working on on creating a... Yeah. Yeah. Totally all of this and trying to get yeah. it out there, but I still need to work on the marketing and uh, I have a label for it and a name for all these products because I also make my bitters and I, mm. I really want to start this. Yeah, soon. absolutely. So be like a take-home yes. cocktail kit. That'd be really neat. Yeah, I know. Just get pineapple. Kids are hip. Are hip right now. You know, there's mm-hmm. if you are on Facebook for five minutes, you can't miss an ad. Yeah. There's some kind of home delivery kit whether it's a meal or cocktail i have to brand it a crafting thing so that's definitely um, yeah that's definitely happening awesome well that that means a lot to me so keep them coming those tips (laughs) just keep them coming i'll I'll make note of it um all right so let's tell everybody what tipsy texan is all about because i have your book special order it and i want you guys to talk about what you gave him that look like like, it's like, who's taking this one? Yeah, that's what uh, it who's was. Who's taking this one? Since, since I can't. Yeah, appa- people need to know who you guys are because we're in El Paso. El Paso's just starting. You know, it's booming with yep. craft beer. And we're trying really hard to get the craft cocktails out there. Sure, yeah. You know, get people into something different, not just your Jack and Coke type thing. And Yeah, we started out in 2007 as a blog. Uh, uh, just writing about cocktails um, and, and had found a book that kind of opened our eyes to this whole history of, of what cocktails were and, and knew nothing of them. And so we just started to build bars at each other's homes and, and, uh, and make cocktails every night and be like, every day be like, Hey man, have you tried this thing? Come nice. over and try this thing. And so, you know, at, in Texas it didn't at the time. It sound so bro-y though when we said it because we were <laughs> so bro-y. <laughs> Yo bra, you want to come over and try this cocktail? Awesome. Um, <laughs> truth but uh but there are a lot of ingredients you couldn't get back then so you have to order a lot of things online and get them shipped in and and so then uh we started to do um uh, cocktails for charities Uh, we we started to align ourselves with different charities and that's how we started to just do craft cocktails um, at charity events and then we started to do them at like pop-ups at different bars and then Various other people in Texas started kind of like coalesce around, you know, that started that same time popping up, like we, Bobby Hugel in Houston. A few kind of kindred spirits yeah. at that time Bobby mm-hmm. Hugel, Bill Norris, Larry Nixon, Moxie Castro. Yep. Um, you know, it was like a, yeah. a constellation of stars. Nice. Very nice. I'm just jealous about Dale DeGroff's story. Yeah. Oh, the, which Dale DeGroff story? Uh, when you went to the Tales of the Cocktail. Oh, I met him with the, like, oh man, what if he's an asshole? That was our fear. <laughs> we were like, man, what if he's just the biggest well, asshole? Uh, for backstory here, we Joe had picked up his book, uh, Craft of the Cocktail, which yeah. really was like kind of the first of its kind and, and right. a, a, a bit of a lodestar for us. He found it at Half Price Books in Austin. And we decided we were going to make every drink in the book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because right around that time, um, the Julie, Julie Julia Julie project. Perkins, 
I don't think it's Perkins, but the Julia Julia project. It's where she was working through the whole art of French cooking. Uh, oh, okay. It turned Powell. into a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think Julie Powell was her name. Yes. Uh, Powell, yeah. Girl, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, living in New York. That did all the Julia uh, Child stuff. every single, yep. single mm-hmm. uh, recipe. recipe in the art of mastering the art of French cooking. Yeah. And then kind of, you know, it kind of became a big a big thing. It was the Dale David project. We decided we were going to do the Dale David project. Mom <laughs> left the Julie Julia project. And we made it 125 drinks in, I think. Oh, wow. Before. We just we got never too busy. officially. It's still alive, I would say. Right. Um, it's never been officially canceled. Um, but <laughs> we, just, we suspended days, our presidential campaign. Yeah, we, <laughs> we suspended our blog campaign. What did Dale say? And like, our, did you tell him? Yeah, he was very kind. You know, I think he asked that we not publish any actual recipes or sure. pictures of the book but you know oh, yeah. he, he's a big he's a big name dude he's a big name incredi- incredibly gracious and kind of had the opportunity to meet him a number of times over the years and and for a guy of his stature you know he's never yeah. um lost track of, of who he is at heart which is a, a bartender and at the heart of bartending mm-hmm. is hospitality and he's um he's a hospitalitarian uh, if there ever was one awesome well, with that, I bring my first question of the night because we have this um, questionnaire that we, uh, you we know, we, we, we green. didn't make my it up, but we kind of like, green. no. <laughs> um, yeah, when you is talk this... to my people, I don't think you sent the list. So well. To... Okay, what's the question? All it's right, so it's people. this house type questionnaire <laughs> right. to pick your brain. Um, what historical figure would you like to have a drink with? Dead or alive, could be one or two people. That's fine. You have to have, you know. So, think about it. Who would you drink with? Would you what drink would you with? drink with them? Yeah, what would you drink with them, and why? Why them? Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. So our last, our last answer was Jesus, I think. Yeah, the last answer we got was Jesus. You know, go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I. I I would, you know, Franklin Roosevelt would come to mind because mm. he was a drinker. I like, uh, I like people who are enthusiastic drinkers. I, I would mm. want to have a, a drink with someone who was sort of, like, a not, teetotaler, not all, not all that excited <laughs> about it, or who was like, mm, just a little bit of booze. No, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> drink with that person. Okay. Um, FDR was a very well known, um, cocktailer. So I don't cocktail know. person. Uh, I don't think mine's an historical figure. I would like to um, uh, have a drink with my father's father, whom I never met. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, he was a, a, a gracious host, kind of a, you know, kind of a bon vivant, I guess, and a you know, kind of champion for workers' rights and things. And Yeah, wasn't he like a union leader? He was a union leader, yeah. Oh, that's pretty he was, awesome. He was a shipbuilder in Louisville, Kentucky. He actually died in front of the union at a meeting. He just had a heart attack and dropped dead in front of oh a giant God. on stage. Oh. But uh, but yeah, I thought that would be cool. That's really because cool. my dad is always like, he's like, God, God, he's like, you're as liberal as your grandfather. I'm like, cool, <laughs> awesome. See, this is the first. This is another first. Nobody ever mentions their family, their family. members. Mm-hmm. They're dead. Whoa. David's breaking things. David is breaking the microphone. Sorry, listeners, for that pause. I'm back. There he is. All right. So, so what would you drink with your grandfather? Man, I suspect uh, with him it would either be bourbon, Mm -hmm. because in my household, growing up, being from Louisville, Kentucky, bourbon was a cure-all. Oh, your gums hurt? Little bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, you got whatever? Little bourbon Bourbon. something. It was bourbon plus whatever, and then you know that would cure you, Uh, or beer. It'd be one of those two things. It wouldn't be a cocktail, I don't think. they could have made some cocktails, but they probably highballs or something. But oh. yeah. What about you, Dan? What would you drink with um, FDR? Oh, <coughs> well, a, a mart- yeah, martini. Yeah. You know, I think he's. I think he's. A, he's alleged to have, <coughs> excuse me, created the dirty martini. Oh. But which I don't actually like that drink. But I would drink it with with Franco Roosevelt. <laughs> okay. You know? I'm he sorry, Mr. President. I don't. I'm not going to drink that. That's how. He, <laughs> that's him. how he wants it. Awesome. Um, well, with that, we move on I'll to the dirty. next cocktail, which is uh, Bloody well, Jack. This is a Bloody Jack, right, Juan? Yeah. Juan is playing server. Our producer, is, producer is, is, is bringing all the cocktails. He just brought something else on the tray. Wow. It's got some Are we missing one skills. still? Uh, I don't know. The Churchill's? But I, okay, I think, cool. I think yeah. our producer just all brought right. out the paleta shots. He just brought the paleta yeah, shots, yeah. but we're moving on to the Bloody Jack. 
This is uh, basically a Jack Daniels drink with some uh, sour. What else? Simple syrup that we have to scratch from the menu. <laughs> no, this is can honey you, syrup. Can, can I get a red syrup. pen? What about can I get honey a red syrup? <laughs> honey syrup is okay to put on the menu? I would menu? just say honey. Honey? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of against um, the whole putting syrup the word thing. syrup on okay. the menu. Unless you spell it scissor, um, then it's pretty sad. <laughs> My mom, yeah. my mom is an editor and a writer, and I grew oh, up. I grew up being kind of edited a lot. You go. And so that sounded like a lot darker than I meant it to be. It's very positive. Yeah. Uh, my mom's a very positive force in my life, and um, yeah. Yeah. so I can't. I apologize. I can't help it's it okay. when I see something written down. I, I kind of edit it. You know, uh, it's okay. my mom will edit like billboards as we drive down the highway. I do the same thing like, with bar- other bartenders and other mm-hmm. people in, in the industry. Like today, I was kind of like, okay, the the gin and tonic I got at the dome. Yeah, it was really tasty, but the chick didn't ask me which gin I wanted. Ah, well, oh, so that kind of like well. got into me. She just, just uh, went over yeah. there and no, oh, she poured Tanqueray, which ah. was okay, but she never asked me, and that kind of like ticked me off a bit, and I was just like. Oh, Shut this up. has like a little bit anything. of a New York sour thing going on. Just that like, has wine as well. A, yeah, yeah. That's why it's called Bloody Jack because of the red wine on top. So it's a whiskey sour. With, it's kind of a whiskey sour wine. with wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's like a uh, not a not not unconstructed <laughs> New York sour. <laughs> delicious. That was Juan's yeah, baby great. actually because he really likes Jack yeah. Daniels. It's something that he. He drinks at Very, home every uh, now and then. Rounded, fruity, delicious. Like yes, it. sir. Yeah. Classic. Man, this is like the president. Like, you know, Juan just walks in, hands notes. Yeah, I know. He's handing it's me like, notes. Man, it's like, this we've is invaded Russia. This cocktail's going to have to wait. I guess the bartender is pretty busy right now, which is good. Pobre so Alex. It's all right. Pobrecito Alex. You know what that means. What? It's time for shots. <laughs> oh, oh shot, Skipping shot, ahead shot, to Paleta. Okay, so we talk about the paleta thing being an El Paso thing, and this is something that you guys didn't know because this doesn't no, exist in Austin yeah. over there. Um, this is based out of some candy, Mexican candy that made it over here. It's uh, a watermelon wedge yep. covered Juan in chili One went to the store. I'd see, I'd never heard of that candy because mm-hmm. paletas in the part of Texas that I'm from, we like think popsicle. of those as popsicles. Well, paleta is the, like the literal yeah, translation is oh, okay. a popsicle oh, okay. or yeah. an icicle or whatever, oh, okay. you know. But so it's he brought these uh, uh, candy lollipops. Yeah. They're watermelon lollipops. Rebanaditas sandia. What is rebanada? is a wedge, like a small little wedge. Rebanaditas. Yes. So it's little, it's little watermelon wedges. Wedges. This I mean, it's not real watermelon. It's just like red number 40 with some more <laughs> yeah. sugar. No fruit had to die for the making <laughs> of these. Uh, it's fine. Yes. We're okay, producer man? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. That's fine. Go. That's good. We like a bar to be slammed. I love it when it's slammed. So so I'm I would like you to jump into this go for it. Paper. Taste the paleta and then maybe you can have the shot and compare. Because everybody has a different recipe for the paleta shot here in El Paso. We make it with tequila, uh-huh. some watermelon, and it has Tabasco. like a little, uh, it's like a lollipop with it's a little, a lollipop. Uh, like a I'm going to have to take Chile. a picture of, of yeah. uh, David here having a little paleta. His first paleta. His <laughs> first paleta. In the so. meantime, we can actually ask our second question. Ralph, go ahead. We've got another question that. here from he our, our wonderful list. So if, if you were to die... And hopefully you don't die in time soon. What? Die. These are some real softball questions. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back at? Ooh, wow. Okay. It's a cross question now. What beer, wine, or spirit would you want to come back at? People have have <laughs> said Rumpelman's. People have said Lone Star. Um, someone yeah. wanted to come back as a... As a, a very expensive uh, bottle whiskey, scotch. bottle of scotch. I wouldn't come back as something expensive. So it's really, um, yeah. so it's really salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it chewy, it? or is it hard? Yeah, because yeah. like Mexican candy is usually on the like the saltier side, salty, mm-hmm. spicy, spicy, sweet, sour. Whoa! Wow! Was that thunder? I think that might have just been the wind. I don't know. So, okay. so this is a candy that's common uh, for kids? Yes. Yeah. And adults in the alcoholic form. <laughs> <shot>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe you would come back as a, as a paleta shot now that you've been trying right? this? Or? Yeah. Okay, I think 
a beer, wine, or spirit? Better question for me. <laughs> now that we're on to this topic, not to totally sidetrack here, which childhood candy would you like to come back mm. <laughs> in the form of a cocktail? Ooh. Oh, in the form Ooh. of a cocktail. Now yeah. he's changing oh, the whole right. format yeah. over okay. here. Like, imagine if you came back as a Laffy Taffy or like an Airhead. Oh, or nerds. nerds. Skittles nerds. vodka, fun dip. Skittles. That's, I think that that probably already exists. Yeah, they already Skittles. have every flavor of Skittles. Jolly <laughs> Rancher. Yeah, fun dip. It's been done. Ooh, fun, fun dip. dip. Fun dip. Yes. Oh please. yes. With a nice rim of that chalky. The Talky stick thing, thing. I don't, yeah. I don't, the best part. Yeah. That the stick. I just eat the stick. Yeah. I toss the other shit. I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, I, 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 I lick on the Can stick. Can I get a bag of sticks? <laughs> Can I get the sticks? Runts. The banana oh, one. Runts. Oh, yeah, runts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. The banana one was I liked the, the grape, banana one. I liked the grape runts better than Skittles. I liked the orange Skittle. Was the ah. orange Skittle? Lime. I was all lime. Red. I guess, no, the lemon one. It's the mm. orange uh, Starburst. Rock well, I'm with you on this. I think I would... Oh, is that the poppy things? Pop rocks? Pop rocks. Ron was telling me he would wipe the um, spicy stuff off. Oh. Yeah, so you can really get to the center of it. How many licks it takes to get to the center of a paleta? I would totally come back as a blow pop, actually. I know that that commercial was true. Tootsie Roll Pop. Tootsie Roll Pop. Man, I enjoy it. Which flavor of blow pop? Well, the Tootsie. Oh, yeah. Grape or cherry? Mm-hmm. Does, is, does the local bar have a recipe for like a a blow pop drink? I, don't, I, don't I think know. it sounds familiar. That tipsy bartender from like Facebook would like yeah, put like all the no, pops uh, into vodka and yeah. extract yeah. the flavor from there. I'm sorry. So what was the original question? The the original question is if you, if were, you were to, to die, die, what beer, wine, or spirit would you come back as? Mm-hmm. Not candy. I would come back as a, an American whiskey, a bourbon. From the 1970s or 80s, because then I'd be worth a fortune right now. Yeah. Wow! Okay. Porn yeah. stash and or everything. Even 60s, yeah. Those those um, <laughs> glut uh, era bourbons that are so delicious. Yeah, I would want to be like a a bottle of wild turkey from 1970. Wow! Whoa! So, yeah. Interesting. Joe. Man, oh. I I I guess I'd probably be a beer. I mean, well, I hate to say it, but like I'm like so hooked on Brooklyn Summer Ale right now. Okay. I, I can't that. stop drinking Brooklyn we Summer Ale. Yeah. I was like, I would like to be that little that little approachable guy who's only around, you know, part of the year, and you gotta like <laughs> yeah. get it while you can. Enjoy it while you can. Man, I just I yeah, love that stuff. Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it in, in a can or a bottle. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. I, it, it's in the fridge at all times right <laughs> a now. Draft. He would be. In- You'd be a keg. I think you'd be a draft. I don't, I don't really, I don't see it on draft much. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just think of you as more of a draft. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. But, you know. So I he can pour you. you. If you're going to drink me, I'd, I'd be draft Joe. Okay, <laughs> good. Joe on draft. Can I get a pint of Joe? Can I get a pint of Joe? <laughs> Summer Joe. Summer Joe. All right. Man, you really I don't even know what song that is. a long time to get to the watermelon. Yeah. Sweetness. You haven't got the watermelon yet? No. Wow, okay. I just let it soak. We wait. We wait for the shot until he's done with his watermelon. No, 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 he's no, gonna scrape can, it off yeah, with your yeah, army Swiss army knife army. thingy. I just want to know. You're just, a multi-tool. There you go. He's just scraping, scraping that shit off. I just want to know. <laughs> well, I mean, we just you know. You wonder what the watermelon tastes yeah, like. We gotta get to the point. He really he wants to get to the center. Of the paleta. Of the paleta. You get there? Yeah, I get, I get the point. <laughs> yeah? Oh, Juan oh, did it for you. Man. Telepathic producer. Man. Right. <laughs> pre-scraped paleta. There you go. Now you can mm. look on that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you get after all the salty and all mm. the chile. Is that good mm. Then you get the watermelon, fake mm. watermelon flavor. Yeah. You yeah. can't talk about your mouthful. <laughs> it's bad manners. We're trying to get the full effect because I'm about to be asked a very important question. Which nice. is, I mean, I think you're about to ask me the question. Are we gonna have the shots now? Well, yeah, and how it compares to the to the. Okay. Oh, then gotcha. let's go okay. ahead and yeah, yeah. distribute those. Man, one, that's a lot of scraping. Uh-huh. I look, I'm comparing like, the two, and you scraped a lot of stuff. For you guys, that's that's Man. pretty nice of you, one. This Thank is so you. full service. I'm just. 
blown away by that. We're all about the service at the Black Orchid. That's all. Yeah. All right. So well, we have true. this wonderful paleta shot. So ah. this one is tequila, Tabasco, watermelon. Oh, you're going to have that one? Oh, okay, fine. one's that? All right. That's the one without the roofie. <laughs> The one that doesn't have a roofie, so we're about to enjoy some paleta shots. And the smell is very candy-like. It is. Yep. You can smell it. Tabasco. Mm. I have to Instagram this real quick because... Oh, we're Instagramming, taking pictures while we talk. Yeah, but... Oh, this is a wonderful shot. The internet, it's like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. Well, talk about Instagram and all these things. What is your biggest extravagance? Is that, is that the next That qu- is the question? next question. Now that we're doing all the paleta stuff and the drinking and... Crazy extravagance. We need to do the shot. Yep. Alright, let's do that. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers. Thank you for coming. Cheers, no electronic Paso. equipment here. Because yes. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Ooh. Delicious. <sighs> yeah, weird. Like, that's different than today. That's a, that's different than the one that we had at Bowie Feathers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the tequila changes that. that so you have to go on a, on a paleta crawl. Yeah. <laughs> we should go on a quest for the best paleta shot in El Paso. It's actually a good idea for an episode. Paleta crawl. Do the paleta, the paleta crawl. crawl. Yeah. I think that the I think I I get it. Like I think that the having now tasted the the proper paleta. Mm-hmm. And um. And the real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I get it. It's amazing. I, I'm amazed at how, how how this that rim's really delicious. Oh, it's just drink a heen. Oh, it's just a heen. Yep. This drink has existed just sort of in isolation out here. I find that really fascinating, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm truly inspired by it. It's not the typical drink that I would probably find myself ordering. Right. But there's so much about bar culture, and I mean from the high end to the low end, that's just sort of homogenous across the country. It's hard to find truly regionally distinct uh, yeah. flavors or rituals or recipes or whatever. Yeah. So the fact that we bring this up and this bartender's like, oh, yeah, here's how we make it. And then over here they make it that way. I'm like, this is like a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> it is a cultural in phenomenon. In this town that I've never even heard yes. of. Yeah. And so that's if we exciting up- to me because that means... That there's like what thousands, hundreds there's more. There's a lot. Like if we end up things. going to a different bar from here, then we'll we can ask and see what their version is like and compare it, and we all like fight about it in a way. But also, like, it's oh, exciting to think about what else like, is yeah. out there. You should get one in other cities. Yeah. I was working oh, yeah. on a project in um, El Paso, or I'm sorry, in Lubbock. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of like cities way out. Away from Austin, way out there, <laughs> Lubbock, yeah, Lubbock, and uh, the guy, a friend of mine, a chef friend, who invited me to work on this project, says, "Well, if you're gonna work in El Paso, you better learn how to make a a Chilton." Oh, the Chilton! Yeah. What the hell is a Chilton? Uh, what is that? And I and I get out there and I'm like, "Yeah, every bar has got a sign that's like Chilton is on the menu." Huh. And a Chilton, if I recall correctly, it was just like a, a, a glass packed with. Uh, like, like lemons, squozen lemon, vodka, soda, or maybe just water. I can't remember. And then like a salted uh, rim, which doesn't sound like much, right? But it's a thing. Like it's a, like if you went into Austin and asked for a Chilton or El Paso and asked for a Chilton, nobody would know what no. the hell that was. I don't know what that and is. And every bar in Lubbock at least knows. Oh, they want like a salty vodka lemon thing. So like ah. really packed with squeezed lemons, like just a ton of lemons. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know, like six lemon wedges oh, wow. or something. Oh, wow. Like. Oh, wedges. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, wedges. Wow. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of lemons. Do they, do they, they muddle them or anything? Yeah, they, they, like, squeeze, squeeze them and drop. Squeeze them and drop? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so... The Chilton. I, I, that, I, I, yeah, anybody know, who I went to Texas on, Tech is like, exactly. yeah, the Chilton. Yeah, that was my next point, is that I put it on Facebook. I was like, uh-huh. okay, just out of curiosity, who the hell has ever heard of a Chilton? <laughs> and everyone's like, either like, oh, man, bro, when I went to Tech, that was the thing. Or uh, there's a lot of tech graduates in Dallas, so a few Dallas bartenders are like, "Oh yeah, all these tech guys come in and order, <laughs> like Texas Tech, not like not like Dell, but you know. yeah, the Texas, Chilton, yeah, the Chilton." Yeah. So paleta shot, paleta shot. Paleta shot. Would we say that is that like big enough 
to say that's like the official drink of El Paso, or is that not? Is, I mean, are we I giving it too much? I would say that's the official shot. Official yeah. shot of okay. El Paso yeah. because everybody comes in, and if you don't have a paleta, then they move to the kamikazes or the. Mm-hmm. Um, but their first thing is to order the paleta. Is oh, there yeah. any place that oh, yeah. lays cool. claim to having invented this shot? Are there? Are there? Uh, I, I haven't know. heard of like anybody in Austin. In Austin, it's the Mexican martini. Like, you know, like that's the thing that every bar has to make, and yeah, and, um, not, maybe not as much today, but like eight or ten years ago for sure. No, and there's I don't two think two main bars has... that like fight over having. To I track that heard down. Of we need to track it down. Can we the get an investigation paleta? launched? Yes, we can start that. I would like that. We'll start that for you. Paleta shots. Yes. So. Where were you born? Where were you born? What bar? That'd be a fight. Be I mean, everybody ball. has a claim that they like. Oh yeah, this is my recipe, and I think this is the one that's more similar to the original paleta candy. Yeah, but uh, but I yeah. haven't heard of anybody's like we are the first ones. Somebody did. Though. So far, yeah. nobody has claimed that that yeah. I know of here in El Paso. So yes. don't get scooped, David. No, I, don't know. I, I think a feud. I think a feud is in order. A feud. Oh, you're start yeah. Trying. We haven't tasted that. I think there needs go to be for a, it. No, go the, for it. Uh, El Paso paleta shot feud. Yeah. Let me be, be factions. Nice. Maybe yeah. we should make a contest. It's like the breakfast talk a few between Austin and San Antonio. You guys can come over again and be the judges we'll be of the, the best judge. paleta shot yeah. in El Paso. <laughs> Oof. I'm, <laughs> I'm into that. You'll be into that. Okay, so answer my next question. Biggest extravagance while we get into the next cocktail. So we can keep it rolling. I, I don't know. I'm going to jump out there um, and say that our biggest extravagance is our booze collection. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Booze collection. What's yeah. in it? Oh, jeez. Uh oh. What uh, bottle are you most proud about, or would you like brag about to someone who came over? There's a few um, trophy items in there. So, so we're booze collectors, and you know, yeah. obviously, we drink the things that we buy. And every <laughs> bottle that comes in the door is intended to be drank at some future point. Right. But like I don't know if we'll even I don't know if we can well it's live. like you know could uh, we possibly uh, live long uh, enough to drink all the, the booze yeah, that we the last time my parents yeah. were in town with this box appears and it's like oh it's a I think it was a Sazerac eighteen or something that you know and he's like he's like he's like when will you have time to drink all this he's like why do you keep getting more I was like that's not this the is point. your dad who, who's, who uh, generously volunteers to help oh yeah he'll help all the time <laughs> I yeah, volunteer as tribute yeah he'll take any yeah. Access, yeah, he any volunteers kind of excess tribute. inventory in the bourbon uh, games yeah. we have um, so much booze that, that last year um, I had to make an executive decision and turn one of our walk-in closets into a, bo- oh, wow. a oh, booze man. room. But that's just bourbon and, and uh, agave. And tequila and mezcal. Yeah. yeah. That's well, yeah, awesome. because that's one thing that we need to say here, that you work for Patron. Yep. That's right. So I'm sure you have a lot of Patron bottles in there. We do, but yeah, I just I started that job in uh, June of last year, and so we've been together ten years. So we've been amassing our ah. our cellar. Oh, obviously, that stuff is going to um, be for years. So yes, I have a good collection of of, of you know kind of cool special uh, Patron bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, that's you know small part. That's right. a small part. Yeah, yeah, the awesome. liquor collection would definitely be. I mean, you know, the the bar itself that's open. I mean, open bottles has got to be. When we moved into our I house, I know how many s- seven years ago. That was thirty-two cases, I think. We moved. Holy we moved. It was clo- yeah, what? close to forty cases of booze. Oh moved, my god! Wow. It was us. way larger than that now. Yeah, wow. and then our beer and collection. We have a. Like, we used to collect beer. We don't do it as avidly as we used to, but we have a lot of cellared beer and things that are like a everywhere. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, next time y'all come um, to Austin, you're gonna have to. You I know, would love pop over to Tipsy Manor. Like going. anybody with kids would look at us and like and be like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> my spouse influence. would never." No, no, no. I was thinking no. from like a financial perspective. Oh, okay. We're whatever. We're dinks. So we don't have children. <laughs> uh, we both have jobs. So our our like we don't drive fancy cars. We live in a modest very cute house but you have a lot of booze in it so that, we have a, that would be a, your extravagance awesome we tell the neighbors to tell the fireman if it goes up just let it burn because <laughs> worry about the house is down river because <laughs> no. it's not gonna be pretty no but yeah trophy bottles or whatever i think you asked most yeah. proud I, you know shoot i don't know exactly how That's to answer it. that 
bourbon collecting has gotten to be such a mainstream uh like whatever mm. hobby sport or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that it's actually become almost like unattractive to me okay because you've got all these people mm-hmm. chasing these trophy bottles like you know pappy yeah or whatever yeah many of whom aren't even going to drink it you know they just are going to sell it on the internet yeah. for a markup or whatever mm-hmm. right and that that sort of turned us off a little bit to the to this hobby because when we started doing it the people out there buying the bottles were also fellow whiskey drinkers and enthusiasts and they were they were going to drink it Mm -hmm. it wasn't just a status symbol um the way somebody might buy a nice watch or a nice car Mm -hmm. now they buy a nice whiskey well that leaves the rest of us who are like but i want to drink that you know (laughs) not with coca-cola you douche um or you know flip it on the internet yeah. So, uh, yeah. so that, uh, and I think the thing that we talked about, and, and with another friend who's a collector, is is that is, is something you mentioned earlier is that there's nothing in there that we didn't personally select because we wanted to drink it. So mm-hmm. we don't we don't necessarily care about its today's monetary value unless we sometimes will we've uh, maybe on a couple times traded somebody something to get something else that we would enjoy yeah um but but we want to drink all of it so you know we're not we're we're not enamored necessarily with like oh man this is worth that or this is worth this is like we bought it to drink it you're just not hogging i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go i'm coming out with something right now this is okay nobody's ever heard this before not even joe oh my god secrets i have a bottle kind of like the was the thing you said today that i had never heard before oh nina simone oh then i have a bottle i think i have a bottle that i might might be perhaps the most proud bottle i just haven't given it i got it for your birthday and i forgot to give it to you oh well don't tell me what it is no i'm gonna say i'm gonna tell everybody what it is what is it i don't know well, sure, I think it it's too late now. So I came upon a bottle of I.W. Harper. Oh, sweet. Uh, bottled in Bond. High oh, price. Oh, my God. Yeah. From 1973. Hey, wow. birth year. Oh. In, the, in, those, in those days, they put... Oh, no. Uh, was that in the guest room? Was it in the closet? I found it. Tad and I already drank it. So. No, no. No, that's not it? It's hidden in plain sight um, so that you wouldn't find it. Um, Yay! Oh yeah, I got Joe a really. I just, well, like I just remember. No, I just remember. No, I just remembered it. Where'd you I find got that? Joe this really cool. It's a three seven five. Actually, but no, in those days it wasn't in milliliters. Four five so would have No, it was, yeah, it was called a pint. It was a, a pint. Oh, the pint. Yeah. It is a wow. pint bottle, pint sized bottle, half half of a quart. You know, because that's how they were bottled back in those days. Of I W Harper. Um, which would have come from the Stitzelweller Distillery, I think. Yeah. Either Stitzelweller or Old Bernheim. We'll have to do a little research. But seventy-three wouldn't have been Bernheim. I don't but think. it was. It was. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. Where'd you find it? I don't know my sources. You don't, you're not gonna get the provenance. Did you trade something for Just it? Just be happy that he got you that. That's I am, really I am cool. happy. You're gonna like it. Yeah. The only other bottle we've ever found was from the early '80s, and it was a uh, like, wait. But is it mine? It was like yes, <laughs> it was like, eight, it, was like it was like '84 approved, so it just it was delicious, but kind of a little bit. Yeah, I've never wow. seen an IWI bottle and bond from that time period. Bond. Yeah, because there's a one we found in Happy New Orleans, and we, there's a there's a restaurant in New Orleans that we found an old IWI Hyper on the back bar, and so we would be there once a year, but we would go in there and like we pretty much finished that bottle over the years. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So I don't know. That's a that's a tough that's a tough question. But I would say I think I, I my mm-hmm. vote for what is an extravagance to us, the thing that we sort of like indulge in, and yeah. sometimes I feel guilty about it and think enough's enough until I find the next cool bottle. <laughs> but yeah, the booze seller. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty great because that's also one of those things that like only a tiny handful of people we know actually get it and appreciate. It. I, actually, honestly, we don't show most people because it's like just too they don't right. It's too weird. Yeah. Right. Well, let's taste this one because it's getting kind of watered down. This one is part of the secret menu. It's one of my babies. Super secret. Super secret menu. Is that a carne seca in there? Yes, there's carne seca in here. There's some chipotle barbecue bitters that I made. Oh, I saw this one on here. Yes, it's called Pancho Villas Pantaloons. Oh, it's not his gnarled <laughs> finger? <laughs> no, not his finger, which you got lucky. Um, we got to I hold Pancho Fingers' got to mummified hold. finger in our hands Yes, today. and you guys were lucky. Because uh, the pound shop was closed okay. when we went to uh, 
Bowie Feathers you know, across the street, and it was like, oh, it's close. I can't show these guys the, the Pancho Villas and whatever. And then we go in there, and the owner uh, was, was at the bar. At, was at yeah, oh, wow. he was at Bowie Feathers, and he had the thing there. And I'm yeah. like, oh he my brought the God, finger. He, he brought the, the finger, finger to the bar. Yeah, yeah he, he was just hanging him. out with the finger. Yeah. Oh my God. He was drinking with the finger. Okay. <laughs> he told can me I, he had smelt it. Can I get a finger of whiskey? And I'm like, okay. I think he was exaggerating. I think gross. he was. He said smelt it <laughs> but and licked it. he was a cool it. dude. He was a really, really that's, cool that's dude. That's really gross. And, uh, <gasps> yeah, that was fun. So Wait, which I, guy I, was that? Was that the bearded guy? Yeah, that was the bearded oh, okay. guy. okay. All right. Yeah. So, this I named this after Pancho Villa because of the smokiness, the carne seca in the drink as a garnish. Why was he burned at the stake? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was actually shut down, but... Yeah. Shot, shot down. down. Yeah. I in know. a blaze of glory. Pretty much. Something like that. What do you think? Different? Very different. Oh, that's the Chipotle okay. bitters that I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try those later. I like, that taste ver- the bitters. I like the vermouths. What Carpano? is the. Does Carpano. it have Carpano? Carpano into yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff. And then you can do you flame? You say flame lime? Are you flaming the peel? Or what's the. Flaming the peel. The peel, okay. Yep. All right, got you. Lime peel. And then you can just eat the carne seca, carne seca and enjoy the drink with it. Yeah, it's like yeah. last night in Juarez. I'd never seen carne seca served like in that. Uh, in the, the Bloody Mary the mix. Bloody Mary mix. Yeah, yeah, that's how we serve it here. It's a thing, like I said. Wow. Red beers have them in there too now. Red beers. Yeah. They put it in red beers. They put they the put carne seca in the red beer. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, funny, like red beer is a thing out here because when I was a kid growing up uh, in Kentucky, red beer is a thing. Does it, is that the sotol that we use for it? Is okay, it like so made in the same way? So it's made also with sotol, which is a spirit. Yeah, pretty much, Chihuahua. actually. Yeah, it's like Bloody Mary mixed inside of a beer, basically. Yeah. yeah. So that that also gives up the, the smokiness of the drink. Sotol. Oh, that's the sotol? Yeah, this is the sotol. It's called sotol por siempre. It's made in uh, outside of Juarez, a couple hours couple of our drive from I have a question Juarez for you, Michelle, as a native yes. of Juarez. Yes. And I know that Sotol is native to Chihuahua. To Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. How, what was this like uh, for you growing up? How did you perceive Actually, it? I didn't know about this when I was growing up. It wasn't big. You Sotol know? was not big? When I was growing up, it was just the tequila stuff. And that was about it. You know, a uh-huh. couple whiskeys here and there, beer. But this just... Um, it wasn't even something like old-fashioned. It wasn't like even like no. knew about. No, 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 no. It was... The first one I saw was the Hacienda de Chihuahua. Sure. And that was in a Walmart. Oh, wow. In Chihuahua City. That's where you get the finest um, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't know about it until somebody, like, they had a little tasting over there. And my dad got all excited about it. And he's like, what is Soto? What is Soto? It's like, oh, well, it's kind of like the tequila, but from Chihuahua. It's made with the... Uh, yeah, agave. It's a, it's made in a very different way. So he knew about it. So m- my dad, dad didn't know about it. Oh, he didn't. It. No, no. It was just oh, like wow. somebody was there. Haciendo Chihuahua. It's sotol. What is that? It's similar to tequila. Mm. Tasted, and my dad loved it, and he got a bottle. Nice. And that's how I I knew about it. And yeah. up to last year, that was the only sotol that we could get over here. Until now, that all these craft, you know, spirits are popping out everywhere you know like we got mezcal now we're trying to get the sotol so we can really be on the map about it and this this we tried this actually a bartender from uh death and company in new york he gave us a shot of these they're like oh you know this stuff right so like i'm like uh (laughs) <laughs> of course. I've heard Sotol, but I've never heard this. about the Por Siempre, so we had to look for it in Vegas. This, ha- this happened in New York. This, this happened in New York. Oh, At Death and Co. That's yeah. Awesome. Jared was... Yeah, it's all the way to New York to know that this That's existed. pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny. So now we're pushing all the distributors to bring out the more of this adult stuff because i'm proud of it i think it's a it's a good spirit that people need to know yeah definitely. more about you to know? appreciate yeah but there's all sorts of um you know and uh, tequila of course everyone in the united states knows and they're no, learning mezcal more and more but like arecias sotols all those different mm-hmm. you know agave spirits that we don't yeah. think about which is sort of good that the general population doesn't think about a lot of them because it's a you know that as a as a plant that takes, takes so many years to mature, yeah. it's putting a lot of stress on on that population. Yeah, and this this one make, it's made a very different way. They cut it and they let it grow again. They, oh, it's okay. not like tequila that they brought out the piñas mm. and they no. This is completely different process. Hmm. 
Mm. In Juarez, you can find a couple more brands of Sotol in here in El Paso. So far, this is the only one that I've found that is, aside from Hacienda, that is more crafty. Interesting. Yeah. So we're trying. We're trying to, to bring him, bring more in. This is one of my cocktails that I made with it. I just, you know, put it out there. Yeah. Pancho Villa, Chihuahua, Carne Seca. Awesome. Everything that represents the state of Chihuahua. That yeah. is very It's nice. fantastic. Yeah. So there You're you doing great things here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Come oh, down to the man. Black Orchid. Come down to the Black Orchid. It's the indoors frontier now, right? of El Paso cocktails. Literally. Yeah. Ooh. Capaletas. <laughs> Love it. Gasotol. Oh, you could <laughs> do like a you could do like a poleta, like a you could do like a um, public a poleta compi- competition. Poleta. Like you could have different bars just like do their poleta and have the public vote on their poleta. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe you should have a judge. Okay, we'll come judge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, judging. We, we've already been yeah. invited to judge that competition, Joe. Oh, so I feel like. I, yeah. But that was like 30 minutes ago, and I'd already forgotten that. Don't forget, this is important. <laughs> David, have your imaginary people call my imaginary people. There you go. Awesome. You can't okay. even share a calendar with me, so, you know, that's going to be trouble. Oh, fun. <laughs> really? Woohoo! Beautiful. Yeah, shot beautiful. Over yeah. there? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's a thing. So I've I've got another question for you. This is maybe not the easiest question to answer. Um, and, and hopefully you won't be revealing another secret to you know your partner. Um, but on what occasion do you lie? On what occasion <laughs> oh! do you lie? Birthday presents. <laughs> uh, how much I spent on a bottle of alcohol. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, that could be. <laughs> Did you take the trash out? Yes. Oh, and then the house. Oh, um, what, 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 what uh, have you left yet? Uh, what's, yeah. Did you book your flight? <laughs> oh, did you book the flight? Did you yeah, book course, the hotel? Of course I did. And yeah. rent the car. Yeah, I did all those things <laughs> twice. The answer to all those is no. Oh. <laughs> Not yet, actually. When do you lie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Y'all, the, Joe, I mean, Joe he, is... He kind of didn't tell you about the Nina Simone thing. Joe is sort of priest-like. Like, I feel like he's... Priest-like. Joe's a, Joe's what like, was that article that, that Daniel Barnes... What was that word he used? I don't know. Sacramental. Joe's or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. When do you, I lie? You don't lie. You're no, I'm sure I lie. Like white lies to spare someone's feelings, maybe. That's I'm a, sure that happens. It's not a common thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't think of no. it as like, wow. Think of this whole string of white <laughs> lies I just spouted out. You know, in the in this industry, and you have to sort of tell a lot of little white lies yeah. a lot of times to because you because there's lots of different factors at play. Yeah. When you meet someone who's who was running a venue, for example, and they're your client, and this, uh, you're looking at me like I'm. Yeah. This, <laughs> um, you can't just tell someone that it sucks, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so like, is it a lie? Like, I would, I will never go into extravagant praise if I think something's not good, but in order to keep a relationship going, I will not often give my full uh, opinion about how bad I think something is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's also, you know, when we talk about white lies, a lot of that's just courtesy. Like a lot of, I hate to say it, but a lot of times it's just courtesy to be like, oh yeah, it was good. Thank you. Um, I'm going to ask you that after we had Chico Stacos. Oh yeah. But see, but also I, if someone, Man, this is so pumped up. I'm if really someone levels with me and says, "No, like really, I want to know the truth." Of course, I'm, a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I like I I'm, I because of the nature of my job, I am very happy to give someone like an honest critique and a fair critique of of a of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, but we'll just do that privately, not on Twitter, not in public, right. not in front of someone's yeah. employees or whatever. But yeah, uh, I think we tell a lot of little little fibs here and there about. How, how many lies. how many times have you been in a restaurant 
where the service kind of sucked and on your way out the person says how was everything you're like it was great thanks and you keep on walking well that's a lie the service actually sucked but most people will not stop and myself included will not stop and take the time to be like, you know what? Actually, I got to tell you, the service here sucks. <laughs> when was the last time you did that? No, you just kind of no, told just a little go, white lie you and you didn't go yelp. back. Yeah. And this yeah. is when you go off. <laughs> so I think it's it's not fair to say like, oh, oh I never tell a lie. Of course, we right. tell little baby lies like that right. all the time about, you know, and part of it's courtesy and part of it's just... Uh, uh, Telling the truth isn't that important. Efficiency, you know. Yeah. But like, it's just not easy. Where it matters, like one should tell the truth, and yeah, I don't feel like I would lie about something substantial, but like little political, little small kindnesses. Exactly. A lot of those are lies. Okay. And Joe still can't answer. Still priestly. No, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> it's just not something I think about. No, either. I just I think Joe is just like I don't say program, but Joe is just like but Joe's like the most honest person I've ever met. One time in Houston, we got pulled over uh, by a Uh-oh. cop, and the cop asked Joe if we'd been drinking. And of course, what does everybody know the answer to that question? No. Um, and we lit we literally had had two beers hours and hours before in like fact eight the, hours in before. fact the reason why we were going home was because we couldn't find a bar that we could get into oh, wow. like we couldn't even access the alcohol so we just went home and here's this cop saying have you been drinking and just like yeah we had a couple beers a long time ago and the guy's like immediately goes into this cop mode of like Uh-oh. whatever no, I, I probably was just like yes <laughs> no, no, you said we had a couple of beers it was hours ago that's uh-huh. why i remember i was watching this i was like no we can't say that um <laughs> But, like, in that particular situation, like, Joe told the guy the truth, and we ended up getting, like, they made us tow our car. Oh, wow. And we literally... It's a total racket. Thank you, HPD. There were, like, five records lined up across the street. I followed a cop through a left turn signal because I needed to go left, and I don't know Houston. And I was like, I need to go left. And he turned left, so I just followed him. And then a cop steps out of a parking lot and just in the middle of the street and just points at me and says, "You come over here." Uh oh. Why? And so they just like stringing him. It wasn't the cop that was I was following. It was just a setup. And and so he's like, well, I'm just not comfortable with you driving. And I was like, okay. He's like, we're going to tow your car. And he's like, whistles. What? And here comes a wrecker out of a line of like five or six of them across the street. I'm like, wow, this, this is, is a total a racket, racket, man. So I was like, okay. What do we do now? <laughs> so cold sober. Like we were yeah, hour, hours so, past sober. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like boringly um, sober. Like, like <laughs> <sighs> We got home and just went to bed. We were so tired from our soberness. Yeah, but Joe, wow. could, car, but like, Joe couldn't. My point is, Joe couldn't even tell a lie to a cop to, a cop. to avoid a bunch of crap. <laughs> and if you can't lie to a cop, I mean, come on. You had to be honest, even though it was eight hours ago. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. And it cost me the damn record price and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh man. At least it wasn't a ticket. That's good. Yeah. Wow. That's a good story. What about you, Michelle? What would you lie? I always lie. What about that? <laughs> I'm full of shit all the time. No. Full of shit's I, I, different. It's, it's, I'm full no. of shit. I, I think sometimes lies are like, why. also, I like. I think the best, uh, I don't know how to say this, uh, <laughs> the best intentioned lies, I think, reveal your best version of yourself or mm-hmm. your best intentions for what, like you may, you'll say that something has been done, but but it really means I'm about to do this or whatever. Right, you know what I mean? I, right. Like I can, I hear that a lot. I can sense it. And I'm like, I actually don't really care if this person's bullshitting me as long as it becomes true. Yeah. <laughs> as long as what this person has just said is true, like, you know, by tomorrow or the deadline or whatever, mm-hmm. like I'll take, I'll take it. You know, that's a little fudginess, but I'll take it. Um, but when someone like lies to like outright deceive you or, right or cover their ass in a, in a, in a way that hurt, that hurts you or whatever. Then I, you know, mm-hmm. I, then in those situations, I'd way rather someone just level with me and tell me the truth. Yeah. Um, just be honest when it comes to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I, I lie for the same reasons. Like I don't want to, like, I can't just say like, Oh yeah, the service sucks here. Like, sure. Yeah. We all, we all do that. Mm-hmm. Little white so, lies. Little white lies for the, happiness of others no the, those make the those make the world go around yeah. i mean i think yeah. it is it's i think it's the, i think it's an art form lies make the world go around. <laughs> that we're kidding ourselves if it's not if you haven't yeah. been on a call and been and been like oh i've got a call coming in or someone just walked into my office or whatever right. like 
What are you supposed to say? Hey, Dick, I'm tired of talking to you. I don't, I don't <laughs> Yo. like the sound of your voice. No, it's way. Ra- it's uh, the person on the other end would way rather hear um, that you've got a call coming in, or you're gonna you're about to step into a meeting, yeah. or whatever the white lie <laughs> that you're telling is. It's tough though, because people are really like, "Be honest with me. Tell me the truth," and they can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. a friend, my friend from college, we we have. <laughs> when like, we're done talking, do one smell? of us just goes, yes. "Well, I got a pot boiling over," yeah. <laughs> and we know it's like total BS. But it's like, "Hey, I got a pot boiling over." It's like, oh, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> are you, know, you a virgin? I, I know? was at a, a yes. festival recently, and one of my <laughs> colleagues came over and said, "There's someone here to see you." And then we get around the corner, and, he, and he's like, "Oh, I could just tell that you were tired of talking to that person." Nice. I like that. that. Somebody, like was, that somebody was like trolling me and taking too much of my time, so. My colleague like saw that and immediately was like, um, David, there's someone that, that's here to see you. And we walked around the corner. He's like, there's not really someone. <laughs> <laughs> really. You know what? To get you out that's of there. like more polite than yep. like, wow, you're really you boring and taking up too much right. of my time. I right. wish you wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. That's we actually a good move. That. I'll keep that we in mind. We all do that. Sometimes I don't want to come out of the office in the back because like, oh, somebody's here to is asking for you. I'm like, who is it? Um, I don't so know, and so. Whoever. I'm like, Tom, I'm not here. I'm in a meeting. You got to do that because sometimes you know that it like that person will take like an hour of my time. She's looking for something in the dumpster that someone lost. (laughs) So that's when I like. So if you're that person that comes in and wants some of my time and then I'm saying I'm in a meeting. (laughs) Sorry. You might be in a meeting. Let's let's summarize this. If a lie is like, like makeup, you know. It's just like, or, you know what I mean? Or, Where is he going with It's this? like a cosmetic. <laughs> if it's if you're using it in like a cosmetic. Like Tammy Faye Baker is too much. Just to like yeah. naturally <laughs> enhance your uh, best qualities. To enhance your uh, best qualities. Then I would say a lie is it's harmless. It's okay. Um, then it's okay. Yeah. A we'll lie. figure out the rest of the analogy after the break. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have a motto? A motto. Motto. For what life. though? Like for ah, life, just for life, life for your way of being. Hmm. Fresh floral and a bowl of fruit. Fresh like, floral and a bowl of fruit. Yeah, it's not snuggle pillows. That's not a motto either. No, I know, but it's a it's a hosp- part of our hospitality creed. Okay, so yeah, hospitality seems like it's very important to you guys. Well, that's true for sure. It is like even if someone stays in our house in the guest room is full and they have to stay on the sofa they still get a snuggle pillow because i believe that like someone should like i want when i sleep i want a snuggle pillow some of my guests deserve a freaking snuggle pillow <laughs> i want a snuggle pillow you know like that's better than not having a snuggle pillow yeah sure whatever so f- fresh floral and a bowl of fruit Oh, when Snuggle when pillow. we do when we do that's when we do events. That's like like there's always fresh floor and a bowl of fruit. Okay, uh, and I'll walk up to someone's other someone's table. I'll go, oh, you know, we'll have like this big long line, and our, our booth looks like the sexiest of all the booths. And I'll go up and I'll look at someone else's booth. I'm like all I needed was fresh floral and a bowl of fruit, <laughs> just to like to, just to decorate this yeah. table uh. and make it look like they gave a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like, like a symbol. Like, if you care enough to go by Central Market and get some flowers for this table, yeah. that, like, means you also care enough to have the freshest ingredients and the best spirits and the good technique and all that kind of stuff, too. We're putting in the extra effort. It's the extra effort, yeah. That's cool. I, I like, like that. that. I like that. I like that. Wow, awesome, guys. Um, we were waiting for the fourth cocktail, but I think... Uh, Has not come. Either they forgot about it or they really So when one said the bartender's working on it. Yep. Was that a lie? <laughs> I think it, <laughs> it might have been a lie. It might have been a lie. He's trying to protect us. People all of a sudden were full like oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Company in the patio, the patio. right here. Yeah. It is cool. filled up out here. It is filled up, so people are looking at us in strange ways. <laughs> That's like, cool. We're getting interest. Are y'all playing Pokemon Go later? Can we meet up? <laughs> Can we meet up? Like, what is that? Inside the Drinker Studio, people follow us. Inside the Drinker Studio. Dot com. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah, you're in charge of the website. I know. I got to make the website. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get on that, Ralph. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. Wink, wink. That was a lie. <laughs> All right. It's already done. It's already done, right? <laughs> it's Are ready. we done with the questions here? 
Because we can't really ask what is your drunken state of mind. I don't think you guys are drunk at all. So, no, we're not there no, yet. A uh -uh. couple more paleta shots. Oh, gosh. Booby feathers with a bunch of jugglers. Booby feathers and jugglers. You know. Um, what was it called? Eloise. A, a national go, go jugglers competition? National yeah. jugglers league. International? Yes. International. International. So, we're so there's go one guy from Canada? One guy from Mexico? One guy from Mexico? Yeah. A French guy, and that was it. That'll be fun. So, anything I'll else? I'll tell you something that is not a lie, Michelle. What is it? This has been... We've had the best time in El Paso. This has been so much fun. We are not very good vacation planners, so sometimes when people throw stuff out, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what we're doing. So, when we, we were, like, uh, whatever... Uh, leaving tales of the cocktail on the Patron yeah. train oh, yeah. and thinking of like where to jump off and then you chimed in on Facebook like we'll show you around El Paso I was like yeah oh, we're gonna do yeah. that it's been so much fun <laughs> yeah, and so uh, it was great to go to the Kentucky Club and, and the, have the original margarita the, awesome. yeah the underground honky tonk we went to whatever that was <laughs> uh, and to try all the spots yes. and, uh, and then and also finally great to see to see your bar you know thank you uh, every, I was so nervous every city's cocktail nah, scene be nervous. Uh, so starts nervous. with someone who just decides That's to right. like yeah. put their ass on the line yeah. and do it yeah. and you're that person who's it's, doing it here in El Paso like Austin kind of started with Filipino really yeah. thankful for you for sharing thank you us. I'm honored and anything you have to say about it and you know Whenever we're done here and you have any tips, unsolicited tips, I'm more than happy to get them because it means a lot to me what you guys are doing. And the fact that you're coming here into my bar, it's like, oh, my God, it's it's a lot. And you taught us what fronchies are. <laughs> ah, I taught you what fronchies are. That's How do you spell right. Fronchies. F R O N C H I S. Fronchies. Yes, I taught you that. I taught you to Juarez. We've learned so much. I'm still trying to we've show really, you a good we've time grown until as the end of the night. Huh? We've oh. really grown as people since we were here. Yeah, I like fronchi better than fresa, but you know, it's well, fresa is more generalized. It's yeah. more like it doesn't come from just one spot in Mexico. It's all in Mexico. Oh, right. all so, would you say that a fronchi is a specific type of fresa, or no? Is that well, true? yeah, because it comes from the, from from Juarez and Chihuahua, that, that area Chihuahua? right there. I thought fresas were Monterrey, though. Are they not? Well, yeah, there's a lot of fresas from Monterrey, from Ciudad The only ones I've met are from Monterrey. from all over, so. Yeah, but I'm really, really happy, and thank you for doing this. I know it was kind of like a, I was pushing for this podcast, but it's important for us. We're really trying to get us out there because El Paso is, you know, Come it's on, El Paso. city in Texas. Come learn know? stuff. Come to Black Orchid. Yeah. Listen to this stuff. Have some of my drinks. Have some, have some of your drinks. Start yes. doing some stuff at home. Learn some things. It'd be great. Yeah. And thank you for for coming in that Patron Express I, I got a lot of people telling me giving me shit about it like thanks for the invite I'm like I just found out they were coming in it and I took video and people love it it's such a cool thing yeah it's amazing it really you was know, an amazing I, experience like, I want to work for Patron now if I get <laughs> right? to write that you know you want to be the train engineer in there and drink and get some Paul Mitchell products in there <laughs> <laughs> only Paul Mitchell products I saw that train train. I'm like ooh they right. got the tea tree stuff <laughs> See, that's, that's only the things finest I noticed. On the it's funny, like uh, we were getting close. Um, I was like, oh, I was having a beer out on the back patio, the back porch of the train, you know, kicking my leg up. Ale. My summer ale, actually, yes. yeah. And I was like, oh, crap, I need to be drinking Patron, like rolling into town. It's my, you know, last you rolling know, into town, moments on the, the train. So I went and poured some. On the tracks. And I was like, don't do that. I did dump it on the tracks. So. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I should be drinking this out here. Yeah. Uh, but it was a Roca Silver, you know, but, uh, Roca Patron Silver that I had kind of on the Yeah, on the we way got in. some Patron here for you guys. Not the Roca stuff, but it's a, a Patron tequila, oh, patron. just in case. You guys David's writing some. a novel for you. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to I'm gonna keep that. I'm going to treasure Michelle that for a long time. The next one has to be Dale DeGroff and uh, what's his name? God, uh, David Wondrich. I oh, really David Yeah, okay. we saw him this year at uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, Tales of the Cocktail. I didn't see Dale this year. Did you, David? Yeah. I don't know if he was hey, even there. Yeah, I didn't see him. No, he wouldn't know hey, me from. He wouldn't people. know me at all. Well, you, you still have to meet Jim Ward somehow. But we're going to. Oh Louis. yeah, so I saw him uh, a little over a month ago in Austin, yeah. which was amazing. It was a short show. It was like maybe an hour. Yeah. But he's playing here on the nineteenth. And yeah. I, 
So I missed my flight for various reasons to New Orleans. So that's when I, I got on the train because he was taking the train. So I just took the train. And so I was like, I have some credit. I was like, he's playing here on the 19th. It's it's a, it's Tricky Falls five-year anniversary. Yeah. Come over. Like, you can oh, sit in my place. Oh, are you asking me if we... I'm not asking. <laughs> I got he's it. not asking. <laughs> he's telling he's you. Telling I'm saying you know I'll be in El Paso <laughs> if you want on the 19th. Here. You'll sit with us. I need you to actually watch the cat and the dog. Hang out with I'm Jim. Be in Mexico. Oh. Oh, that's all right. Well, somebody, I'll have, I'll have, uh, I'll keep watching Man and the Dog, or the 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 dog and the cat, the Man and the Dog. <laughs> He'll be with us here in El Paso. We'll take yeah, care of it'll Joe. be a quick trip though. He it'll can't be like lie. it'll be a, a in Friday out Saturday probably. There but. you go. We'll get tickets right now. But yeah, maybe as there long as you're back on the twentieth, because Dwight Yoakam's playing in Austin. Oh. What day is the twentieth? Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I'll be back Saturday. Some by some point he's a very honest man you know awesome. when you asked that question earlier about who i'd want to have a drink with dwight yokum is really perhaps my favorite artist of all time and um, but i don't know if i'd want to have a drink with him i think he, you know i don't think he drinks i think he might be kind of weird i don't know <laughs> he looks like a weird kind of guy i've watched him a like few, he's awesome but he looks weird like yeah weird tendencies <laughs> weird tendencies. i think he's enormously talented like, how about a drink with jim lauderdale no, that he doesn't really. See, here we oh, go. Oh, he doesn't drink. That's right. What about Jim Ward? Mm. Yeah, I could drink, drink Jim Ward. Yeah, I'd yeah, never sure. heard of Jim. Well, Ward, we're gonna so. go to his bar after this, Eloise. Eloise, yeah, that's yes. right. I mean, we've already been at, at at Tricky Falls. That's his place too. So yeah, yeah. So I guess we need and to. And Hope and Anchor was his. Is Hope and Anchor said? was his. We can okay. check that out as well if we have no, time. No, that's fine. It's yeah. up to you guys. I don't want to get you too wasted because we have to <laughs> drive to Santa Fe tomorrow. Oy. Yeah. How long a drive is that? Like four hours? Four hours. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. You'll be all right, Dave. You'll be fine. <laughs> Make Joe. We got the full size. Yeah. Are we still waiting on the fourth cartoon? I guess we're just gonna cut it here yeah. and not wait anymore because yeah, look at the people. We're we gonna go throw things now. at Alex and Juan. That's what we're gonna do. Just go throw. Tell we'll, them we'll, we'll have the fourth cocktail. We'll have a fourth cocktail. Uh, there's, there's someone here to see me. I have a meeting I have to get to. Hold on, there's someone calling. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. We're going to start wrapping this up. Ralph? Well, thank you, Black Orchid, for hosting us again. You're very welcome. Very awesome. Thank you for the cocktails. Thank you, yeah. Alex, for making these cocktails, even though we were so busy. And thank you, Tipsy Texan. Who's Tipsy and who's Texan, we said? Did I'm Tipsy. Make that clear? You're I'm Tipsy. Tex. You're Tex. Awesome. And thank you, Juan, for being a gracious uh, uh, server. Server. Wherever he is, I think he's drying. Cabana boy. Drying up glassware <laughs> right now or something, Aww. helping them out before we leave again. But, yeah, awesome. Right. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening again. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Somehow we're going to have to fix that <laughs> right there. And uh, if you want to be on the episode in the future, give us a call if or you wanna, message us. Yeah, if you want us to go. Next one will be, actually, will be Eddie from Blackbird. Eddie so that will Blackbird. be the next okay. podcast. So awesome. stay tuned for that. And Thank you for listening. Drink well, El Paso. El Paso. Cheers. Bye.